Hello, my name is Brandon Reich, and you are listening to The Graphic Sound. Sound. Episode 7, Pushing Through. I want to give you this episode because it may be the realest episode I've done so far. Realest in the sense that this podcast is coming out tomorrow and I'm recording it now. So between now and tomorrow morning, I will edit this and I will send it to my producer and my producer will polish it up and master it and all that good stuff and mix it down and you will have it tomorrow morning. The truth of the matter right now is that I am so, so stressed out and overloaded with work. It is that time of the year where all the bands are gearing up for their spring and summer tours and I take on way more than I should. I say yes to just about everything. I throw it on the schedule even though I've got a whole bunch of other deadlines that day that it's due. I take on all this stuff and somehow I get it done. I don't know how I'm going to get it done, but I do manage to get this stuff done somehow, some way. So I'm going to give you an episode while I'm right in the middle of this thing. And this is the core of who I am. And I think this is the core of what you guys want to hear from me. What I'm going to tell you right now is how I'm doing through this stressful time and where my head's at and how I'm going to get the motivation to finish this work. Like I said, this has been going for a couple weeks. Right now it's Monday. I just went through a Saturday where I woke up at 4 a.m. And then the following Sunday... I decided I'd sleep in a little bit more and wake up at 4.30 a.m. I don't work on the freaking weekends, but I just woke up at 4 a.m. and 4.30 a.m. to get the projects done that I had lined up on the schedule. Some of these people want things done Monday morning, and if my schedule is as full as it is right now, then Monday morning deadline means that I'm probably going to be working on Saturday and Sunday. Why do I take all this on? The short answer is I don't know, but the real answer to that is because I really like and respect the majority of the people that I work for. And at the end of the day, I want them to have what they need and I want them to view me as a reliable person that wants the best for them because the truth is I want the best for them. The truth is I want these art directors to knock their project out of the park. And if I can help in that, if I can make somebody's experience better, in this case, the art directors, then I'm going to do that. Do I get annoyed with these art directors? Of course I get annoyed with these art directors, just like you get annoyed with these art directors. But for whatever reason, a lot of people decide to get annoyed by their art directors and lose their crap on their art directors. And I don't understand that. I don't understand the idea that freelance designers start feeling entitled about all this stuff. The reality is we're all trying to get these projects done and we're trying to get them out the door and everybody's pushing each other a little bit too much and that's just the reality of it sometimes. My best approach when I get this much stuff to me when I get this stuff on my desk, since I'm one person and I don't have anybody to source this stuff to, is I think the best of the person giving me the project. I think about how stressful their situation must be that they have to ask me to do something last minute and they have to give me a crazy deadline. I know that they're probably stressed out of their mind. And if it's humanly possible for me to do the thing they're asking me to do, and if I'm not going to ruin my life in the process, well, then I'm going to do that. 
I'll probably do an episode and I'll tell you how wrong this way of thinking is later. But right now I'm in the middle of it. And the reality is that I do take these projects on. I've taken projects on like this for a long time. And I look back at my career and realize that when I used to try to do one design a day, right now I'm talking about t-shirt graphics. That's what I do most of. When I look back in my career and I see the times when I did one design a day, now I'm looking at it where I do, I've done up to 20 designs in a day. You know, maybe 10 designs is a norm for a busy day, but I've done up to 20. Somehow I've been able to churn all this stuff out and do all this work. And it's because I just say yes to this stuff. I say yes, I bring it on. And deep down, I'm just challenging myself to see if I can get it done. In the process, I'm going to make the people that I work with happy. I'm going to give them what they need. They're going to know that they can count on me for this stuff. But in the process, I'm churning out so much stuff that I'm getting good in the process. My learning process for how I make the stuff that I make is going exponentially faster based on the volume that I do. Now, I'm not going to sit here and argue that you should have more volume to your work. You should do more than you do now. I'm not going to argue that because if you figured out a way to do little and make enough money doing little, then keep doing that. Keep doing it your way. Your way is working for you. I've just had a lot of things handed to me and I've had enough interest in those things that I say yes. So my first method of staying sane through these really stressful times, through this gridlock, nonstop, crazy deadline phase that happens every now and then, number one, think the best of the person giving you the project. Because if you want to think they're a jerk and you want to think they're inconsiderate, which plenty of times they are being a jerk, plenty of times they are being inconsiderate. But if you want to think that, you are just going to hate every minute of all the work that you do. So know that the person dealing with you, the person asking you to do this art, they're probably in a pretty stressful situation themselves. And you have the power to alleviate some of that stress. Sure, that means you put it on yourself. But in the process of doing all this stuff, you're going to learn a whole lot quicker than you would if you start making demands early in your career and saying, you got to give me two weeks for any deadline or you got to give me all this time. And I, these are the rules for working with me and setting all these boundaries. Listen, boundaries are good. All that stuff's awesome. But I think there's a lot of people listening to this podcast who are trying to figure out how to start a freelance career. What I'm going to tell you is take it for a while. Push yourself for a while. Give yourself way more than you thought you could handle. And when you come out the other side realizing that you're able to handle it, you're going to be a way more powerful machine. And that's what I'm trying to make myself. I'm trying to be a machine. I'm trying to make these art directors who hire me to do work think that I'm just some machine that can churn out all this stuff. And the reality is... I'm kind of a machine that can churn out all this stuff, but it's only because I've gritted my teeth and took it and I got the work done. I know there's so many of you right now that are saying this is terrible advice. I understand that you think this is terrible advice. I get it. I'm giving advice from another side of this design thing. I'm giving advice as the sweaty person grinding through this work with bags under his eyes, with a twitching left eye that hasn't stopped for three days. I'm going to give you advice from that guy. Because at the end of the day, I'm still happy with what I make. So number one, think the best of the person giving you the work. Number two, find a reason to get excited about that project. Look through all of the brief, look through everything and see what you can find in there that is interesting to you and that gets you excited to do the thing that you can do. I have gone through my career and had plenty of projects that I couldn't get excited about at all. And truth is, I just grinded through those. I didn't really enjoy myself, but I grinded through those. 
Lately, I'm trying to get myself to not do those things and do less of the things that don't excite me and do more of the things that do excite me. But for those projects that sit on the fence, there's something in there that excites you. There's some little thing, some little style that you've been wanting to try that you have an opportunity to try on this project. So you got to find that. It's your job to look through this thing and say, let me find something that I think is exciting about this so that when the time comes to do this project, I'm not screaming and cussing throughout the whole entire thing. Because we have an opportunity to enjoy the stuff that we do, but there's also a responsibility to find something enjoyable in the seemingly mediocre work. So find something exciting inside that that's going to motivate you through that. Use that as the motivator. Then you can think of the exciting thing that you want to do and focus on that and focus less on the client or the art director that's driving you nuts. You don't have to picture their face while you're working on the project. Instead, picture the thing that you're excited to do and let that be this guiding light that's pushing you through the project. Number three, I think every project is an opportunity for reinvention. And reinvention is something that it's this tool that I've used over and over again throughout my career where it's time for me to step my game up a little bit. I'm going to reinvent myself where I used to do work at this level of quality. Now I'm going to do work at this level of quality. So I get an opportunity to reinvent myself with every project. I'm going to be better than I was on the last project. This is my opportunity to be as good as I think I am. If that last project that you sent out, you looked at it and it was a little lackluster that you criticized your own work, you weren't happy with how it turned out, this project right now, the one you're on right now, is your opportunity to erase that. I watch a lot of pro basketball, and in the NBA season, there's 82 games. So with football, there's not that many games. So, you know, you're feeling the emotion of last game every week. Well, with 82 games, you're playing three or four games a week. So that means that if you lost that game, it doesn't matter because the next game erases that loss. You're able to get yourself back in one game. So if you do a lot of volume of work, everything that you didn't like that you did about that last project, you now on this project get an opportunity to do better. You get an opportunity to be as good as you want to be. You get an opportunity to be as good as you think you are. You get his opportunity to erase that last thing and say, I'm better than that. And I'm going to show you right now. And I'm going to do that. So that's this third little resource, this third little driving factor on how to get through these stressful times is that this one. I get to find this selfish reason for me to be better than I used to be. And that's what I try to use every time. So number one, I am thinking the best of the art director giving me the project. Number two, I am focusing on the thing that's most exciting to me about the project. And number three, I am trying to get better than the last thing that I did. So right now, as I'm stressed out of my mind for the projects that I have, those three things are little guiding lights that push me through. Those three things are me doing the best that I can do and me finding a way emotionally out of the stress in front of me. This stress is always going to be here. No matter how much you try and set boundaries for the way that you work, no matter how much you try to set rules and say, every person that gives me projects has to operate this way. Because believe me, I have implemented so many of those tactics. I have given my people so many rules for giving me work. I've done the best I can possibly do. But the reality is when it's crunch time, there's a lot of work to get done and there's stuff that you have to power through. And a lot of times 
when you get the project right in front of your face, it's too late to implement some of those old things you wish you would have communicated to the art director beforehand. So at this point, you're on your own. You got to figure out how to do it. Maybe this is a little bit of delusion, thinking that the art director is great. Maybe this project is so lame, there's delusion involved in finding something, some silver lining to the project. And maybe it's delusion to say that this project is about you improving yourself. Maybe all that stuff is a little bit of delusion, but I don't care. It gets me through the project. The reality is this thing's got to be done by this time tomorrow and I got to get through it. Whatever tactic I got to use, whether it's delusion or whether it's truth or whatever it is, whether it's caffeine or whether it's whatever you use, whatever you eat, whatever you drink, whatever it is that gets you through, sometimes those last resort, that's, that emergency kit is what you need to get through this thing. Because the reality of this is you're always going to get hit with this crunch time. You're always going to get hit with these little crazy spurts where, holy crap, everything overlapped and right now I'm up to my neck in work. That happens. It's going to happen continually through your career. And I can tell you that as somebody who's been up to their neck several times, hundreds of times, that being up to my neck in that stuff feels way better than not having a single thing to do. Inbox Zero feels really good for like 10 minutes. And then after that 10 minutes is up, I'm worrying a little bit if I'll ever get a project ever again. So know that when you're right there and you're up to your neck in this work, that this is an accomplishment. Somehow you've got yourself to a point where you have this much work. Now, long term, maybe you need to hire somebody on. So Brandon, long term, maybe you need to hire somebody on. That's fine, but right now I gotta get this thing done in like 12 hours. So I'm not gonna hire anybody. I just gotta get the thing done. I gotta work through my own little tactics and have my set of tools that I'm gonna pull out whenever it's time to get through this stuff. And I'm telling you, you know how to use the program, you know how to do this work, but you've gotta use some emotional tools and some motivational tools to get through this stuff because it's gonna continue to happen. And if you don't have some protocol ready for, okay, it's crunch time, let me get in crunch time mode. If you don't have some resource ready, if you don't have some tactic or protocol ready, you might not make it. And if you don't make it, then people will depend on you less and less. And if people depend on you less and less, you may not be able to do it. And that's the reality of this. Maybe you weren't cut out for this sort of thing, but I have a feeling you might be. I have a feeling that if you can push yourself beyond what you think you can do, and if you can try a little harder and put on just five more pounds or 10 more pounds than you think you can lift, well then maybe, just maybe, you're gonna condition yourself to get through this super busy, stressful time, and they're gonna keep coming. And that's just part of the job. Having the busy days, having the busy weeks, having the busy months, and having the conditioning and having the power to get through them and knowing what you gotta do to get through them and not being terrified of when it hits you. Just knowing, okay, this is the time, this is not a drill, we're gonna get through it, we've prepared ourselves for this, let's power through this stress, let's power through this mountain of work. So I think you can do it, I know that I've taught myself how to do it, I know I have a career of being able to get through this mountain. I think over time, your ability to get through the mountain, your ability to be conditioned to conquer the mountain of work that hits you is going to be a crucial aspect of your success in your career. So put your head down, stop whining, stop complaining, just do the freaking work. I believe in you. You got this.
graphic sound was created by me, Brandon Reich. You can find me at Brandon Reich on all social media and on BrandonReich.com. This episode was produced by myself and Brian Skeel of ChrisGrahamMastering.com. Theme music by The Hands of Stone. Title intro song remixed by my good friend Jesse Kale at Jesse Kale on Twitter. Music used on this episode included some random sounds by me. The song We Always Thought the Future Would Be Kind of Fun by Chris Zabriskie. And this outro song Heebie Jeebies by Graham Ball. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a review on iTunes. It helps people find the show and honestly, it encourages me to keep this whole thing going. Right now, you can get three months of Skillshare for 99 cents. Use this specific shortened URL skl.sh slash r-i-k-e you can find more info on this podcast at thegraphicsound.com and join the conversation by liking us on facebook at facebook.com slash thegraphicsound thank you for listening and listen to me don't let them kill your soul 